We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wakanda! Welcome! The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Mr. Stock, Bryson Stock. Grand slam, grand salami to pretty much end that one and send the Philadelphia Phillies back to the NLDS. I know the Mets fans hate to see it, but I love to see a kid like that have some growth from last year to this year, right? Remember... Yankee shortstop Didi Gregorius, the Yankees didn't want to give him the qualifying offer after he used to hit grand slams for us in the postseason. He went down the turnpike, took that job as the shortstop of the Phillies, and they didn't really start turning up until they turned away from him. Here comes one of their top prospects in Bryson Stott, and I don't think he was as effective at the plate last year, but he did enough, and he fielded well enough, but man... He's taken a step forward this year, and uh, that was electric. That grand slam that he hit pretty much ended it. And uh, bottom of the six, he goes deep, makes it 7 nothing, And the Phillies go on to beat the Marlins 7-1, sweeping them 2-0 at Citizens Bank Park. That is the closest game to here. No postseason baseball in New York. But they got it going on in Philly. Congrats to the Philadelphia Phillies. Red October, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, that that's their like, uh, I don't know, rally song. That's their theme song that they play. And I keep dancing on my own. 45,738 Philadelphia fanatics in the building to see that. That place is turned up. I've been down there. I've seen the Yankees play down there. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yankee South, the Philadelphia Phillies, they're doing it again. 877-337-6666, open mic night. Last hour I've got on the fan, call me up and tell me something cool. Pat in Bell Harbor, what's up? You're back on the fan. Hey, it's good to hear that you're still on the Liberty bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, somebody you has to be, right? Uh, this is yeah. New York. This is the fan in New York. This is a 24-7 sports talk station and... I listen all day, and I don't know if the Liberty get brought up too much, but they're, they've are they been in my notes the last couple of weeks. Now they're in the finals. I know. They're not nearly talked about enough during the day. That's why I stayed up late to listen to you, because I want to, uh, first of all, you know, so we have no playoff baseball, big deal. We have final playoff basketball. Yep. So it, this is exciting. It's an exciting time. And, you know, when I first started talking to you last week, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, how we really got into it as a family this year. And I got to say, one of our motivating factors was my 10-year-old granddaughter. Good. She has 
women heroes that she could say, now, I want to play for the Liberty. I want to be like Brianna Stewart. I want to be like Joquel Jones. I want to play for this team. And I want to go to college and pursue basketball. And I want to be a player. And I think that's so important. It is. It is. You know, I think it really is so important. You know, we, we live out in Rockaway in Del Harbor. And uh, if you ever talk to my friend, BT, you could ask him, ask him about St. Francis CYO basketball. It's one of the biggest basketball programs in the city. It's, it's got a huge, huge number of kids involved, girls and boys. And the girls are so into it this year. You know, they, they follow the, the the girls on my granddaughter's team. They they followed every Liberty game. They they wanted to know who was winning and who was scoring, and it's just so great to see. I hope um, they win it all. I hope we get to talk about a championship. I hope that they do win it all to the point where we can't ignore it during the day. That's for sure. And we could be right out there in the Canyon of Heroes. Walk in that parade. We're going to watch that parade. Yes, I think we will. I can't wait to see it. Thank you for the call, Pat. See, there's another layer of this, right? Women in sports. Representation matters. Equality. Like, come on, yo. Like, <laughs> I got grown men on online going to type to me online and say, oh, yeah, I turned it off as soon as you started talking WNBA. Well, go to bed. Go to bed. Gregory in Auburn, New York. You're on the fan. Yes, uh, well, if they, they don't like the, uh, the WNBA, they should re- watch real basketball because the, if you're not watching the WNBA this season, it's been phenomenal. Then Liberty, they are they remind me, and I, this is no, uh, and I don't mean this in like a rude way or whatever, but they, they literally remind me, they play basketball like the Warriors do. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. The, the Warriors won four <laughs> championships. Well, yeah. Well, like you have Sabrina, that's a deep, that's a very consistent three point shooter. Like, Steph. and then you have Brianna Stewart, which she won an MVP, and the world don't even know it. Dominant, uh, don't even know it. Dominant. She's six and zero in a, in a championship series that she's ever been in her life, and never and never lost a, in a finals, and she's never talked about. I don't know how you are in the met, the capital of the world, and you have nobody in the world is talking about the WNBA finals. They they want to. It's strange, right? All the media coverage here, it's strange, right? How how people are ducking the conversation, how people are acting like that that's not going on. They wanna t- they wanted to talk championship with Katie and Kyrie and that thing blew up. Yep. Then you get then they t- they want to talk about the Knicks and this. Why don't you talk about a real team that wants that's actually in the finals? You yeah, the seventy four win Mets, the uh, barely over five hundred Yankees all day get talked about, but a team that's winning yeah, and dominating and getting to the finals, no, 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 not important. Yeah, she, uh, Brianna Stewart uh, just set a uh, franchise record. She ha- set a, a WNBA record for the most 40-point games in a, in a season. These, uh, uh, Sabrina Ionescu has the most threes made in a season. Yeah. If, Put if, an absolute show on it. If, uh, if Julius Randle had the most 40-point games in an NBA season, it would not. It, there wouldn't be an hour on WFAN that it wasn't brought up. I don't understand. Why is it so disrespectful? It doesn't I, we know, we know, and it's just unfortunate. That's why I said there's a whole layer to this of equality, um, women's rights, uh, women in sports, representation matters. There are little girls 
that are into this. There are little girls that are seeing themselves out there on the floor, and now they want to pick up a basketball. They want to get into sports. And I hope that, you know, through the little bit of time that I've spoken on the Liberty in the last couple of weeks, there's some little girls in the car with their dad or their mom or their grandma, and, and they hear this and they say, oh, they're talking about the Liberty on the fan. I, I never knew they did that. Yeah, uh, I, I just didn't, don't understand it. And then you've got two mere pre- premier teams. you got the team that's the defending champions, the Las Vegas Aces, that have been dominant all year. You had the uh, Now you have the Liberty that started slow because they just put this team together, yeah. and they've been on a tear. They haven't lost. And you know what's crazy? It's not talked about. The New York Liberty, the first team in WNBA history to go all season so far without back-to-back losses. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. That's crazy in any sport. <laughs> Great What's call, your Greg. Thank you. My position, thank you, Greg. My position is like, I, I'm doing exactly what I thought I would do. I knew that I could throw that out there and I'd get it back. I knew I could bring the topic up and I've been doing it now for a couple weeks as they've been in the playoffs. And I even brought Megan Triplett on tonight and somebody heard me. Somebody felt me, multiple people. You know, the Liberty versus the Aces is like if, if, LeBron and AD actually met KD and Kyrie in the finals. Like all the hype around what the Lakers and what the Nets were going to be, or we can go current this year. If Giannis and Dame meet KD and Book and Bradley Beal in the finals, then it'll be all the, all the hype, right? Like these are the two top teams in WNBA actually seeing it all the way through, getting where they were projected to be, and now they're about to face off in the finals. Now, I understand if you didn't watch the whole season. I didn't, and I'm honest with you. I, like I said, they play when the Yankees play. I'm never not watching the Yankees to watch a WNBA game, especially when my job is to come on right after the Yankees and talk to Yankee fans that didn't miss a pitch. But I've kept a close eye on these things because I'm a Nets fan. I remember when KD was still here before he forced his way out, and he was tweeting about the Liberty. I'm a Kobe guy. Rest in peace to Kobe. But was not Kobe like putting on for the WNBA on his way out for his daughter, for the dreams of his daughter making it to the WNBA? He was literally wearing that orange hoodie with the W logo on it. And then everybody started wearing it. It was like a fashion thing. Oh, all these orange logos popping up. Uh, ESPN has done a good job covering it and and even making a uh, you know show dedicated to covering the WNBA. The, the WNBA is growing. And I think they are going to get to where they want to be financially, where they're making the respectable amount of money that they should be making. And uh, us talking about it on WFAN at uh, quarter after 11 doesn't hurt anyone. 877-337-6666. It actually helps. Gio out in Brooklyn. What's up, Gio? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Uh, Man, I got so much to say listening to you, man. Yo, Keith, first and foremost, you're phenomenal. God bless you and your family. I got five girls, one boy, eight grandkids. Wow. God bless you. you. (laughs) I already know what you're going on. Um, Real quick, because I know I ain't got that much time. Um, Listen, this is New York, and this is the hardest place to play sports. Yeah. The hardest place to play sports. If you don't like it, get out. Just like you said. You don't like it, get out. You can't sit there. These, these, you know, these, um, these athletes, well, some of them, they don't realize that we pay their salaries to drive around in these Bentleys and, and go to these fancy yep. parties and stuff. You know, I, I got a granddaughter right now. I'm a tow truck driver, and my granddaughter listens to the truck, 
listen to you while she's in the truck with me sometimes. And she's playing basketball. Good. I can't wait. Listen to me. I've never watched a WNBA game. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've never watched one. But I can't wait till the Liberty wins one, brings it home for New York, so finally New York can stand up and say we have a sport that took a championship because we can't do it with the Mets. Oh, and I'm not a Met fan, but my family is, and I rub it in their face. Can't do it with the Yankees because they throw it back at me. I, I'm, I I can't do it with the Jets, and I'm a Giant fan, and I can't do it with the Giants because we keep hitting our heads up on the wall. No, we don't have anything to celebrate. So, like, why not celebrate these women that are this close 100%. to bringing it home? 100%. I watch my granddaughter play, and I hope to God that she can, she's able to join the WNBA. So at least I have some sport, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, Keith. I'm really not a basketball fan, but I can't wait till she joins the NBA so I can go back into basketball again. Yep, good. Keith, God bless you and your family again. You know, keep doing the good work that you do. You're phenomenal, dude. You are really freaking phenomenal, man. And I'm I'm upset that I got to, I I didn't get to see you at uh, the 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 sporting event, but. One day we'll meet, and I'll, and I'll bring this conversation up, and you'll know who you're talking about. Yeah, and, and I hope WFAN puts me in position to do more Q&As and meet and greets and stuff Man, like that. I had to earn it, you know? Phenomenal, dude. You're phenomenal. I, like, the fans that you have, I think you got more fans than the Giants. <laughs> nah, impossible. Especially now, yo. Especially <laughs> the, now. The Giants fan base is deep. They're just pissed off. They've been going through this for a long time. Listen to me. I know. Like, I... I gotta, I gotta get haircuts every two weeks because of these guys. <laughs> My grades keep coming out. Gio, thank Yo, you, you for the call, night, man. Keith, man. Great call, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely don't have more fans than the Giants, but I appreciate the support. You know, being on the fan, I remember telling my wife, "I'm like, this microphone is powerful," and. There, it was a lot in the beginning. There was a lot of negativity. There was a lot of skepticism. There was people rooting for me to fail, but I'm just not built like that. I have faith in God and his plan for me, and I know that this was written a long time ago when I decided to transfer to Monmouth University because they had a radio and TV station on campus. I was undeclared when I first went to James Madison University. I just was a knucklehead. I just was good enough at football to get a scholarship. I didn't care what I was majoring in, and I got a rude awakening going there and, you know, seeing how tough it was to be a student athlete and all that stuff. And then I got serious about my life and my future when I went to school and I made a way, you know, it wasn't easy at all, but I'm grateful. I'm thankful to anybody that listens to me for five hours or five minutes. And uh, I come in here ready to go every night and I hope I'm entertaining to you. I hope that you get to know me more, and this is only the beginning. Honestly, this is this, it has not even been two years. It's been two years since my audition, but it has not been two years since my first show. My first show was November 23rd, so we're, we're almost there. So I appreciate it. I appreciate people calling and showing me love. Like, you know, it goes a long way. People hear it. Ray out in Oakland, New Jersey. What's up, Ray? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking the call. Just to comment on the uh, the Yankees, you know the old the old adage: good pitching stops good hitting. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so true. And you look at the Yankees and management and how they evaluated their talent. They don't they can't evaluate their pitching. It's horrible. They get somebody that that's able to pitch five innings, and wow, 
that's a starter. That's not a starter. Hitting, aside from the one or two stars that they have, they strike out all the time. Yep. How do you build? The, how do you build the team that way? I agree, hundred percent. Ray, you're breaking up. Thank you for the call, Ray. I, you know, I somewhat agree with that. One thing I disagree with is like it's Yankee Stadium. I, I this is well, this is well documented. <clears throat> my headphones fell off as I'm trying to blow my nose in here, making it through the five-hour show with a little bit of a, I don't know, sinus cold. But yeah, back to the Yankees. I'm a Yankee fan like you, Ray. Die hard since I was a little boy. Like dressing up in Yankee pinstripes for Halloween and watching the Yankees on TV and not knowing anything but just being mesmerized by how good they were and how dominant they were and how many championships they won and putting on that navy blue Yankee cap, feeling like I was a part of it. And uh, people are never going to stop going to the stadium. (laughs) Uh, It's well documented. I went there the night Judge hit three home runs the first time against the Nationals, and I put a picture out of a group of like 15 girls I'm like, where are you girls from? And they were like, Taiwan. I'm like, first time at the stadium? Yeah. They all had Yankees gear on that they bought in the store. So they probably, 15 of them, they had uh, $2,000 worth of Yankee merch on. And they just were there taking pictures and excited to be at Yankee Stadium. Every time you go to Yankee Stadium, it's somebody's birthday. Every time you go to Yankee Stadium, someone's getting proposed to. Every time you go to Yankee Stadium, there are multiple 10-ticket group deals. Every time you go to Yankee Stadium, there are season ticket holders there that the Yankees have their bank accounts and their money held hostage. They got to pull up. Every time you go to Yankee Stadium, the bleacher creatures are there counting all 81 home games that they get to go to. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's always going to be people there, even in a year like this, That last game that they had to make up, it rained. There were 40,000 tickets sold. No one should have been there to see the Yankees beat the Diamondbacks, who are now advancing in the postseason. But there was still probably a handful, maybe 1,000 people. Now, as I watch this postseason with Jordan Montgomery, Nate Valdi, Sonny Gray, Lance Lynn, you don't need me to keep going, but I just named starting pitchers, Andrew Heaney. Those guys were here. In the last few years, those guys were pitchers for your New York Yankees. Maybe if the Yankees figured out how to get the best out of them, the Yankees would be popping bottles and drinking beers like I'm watching the Phillies do. I don't know if they're going to change. I wouldn't bet on it from what I've seen. I do think it's all eyewash. I do think it's all just stuff to say to, to make the fans feel like, oh, they're upset about it too. I don't think they're upset about it for the fact that Cashman will be back. Boone will be back. Sean Casey will be back. So just right there, you're telling me that the people in charge did a good enough job to run it back. You don't really want to change. And I hear people call the station every day and express the fact that, you know, it's not good enough. But I don't I don't know what we'll get. I don't know what the future holds. I, I so badly want to go back to the World Series now that I'm an adult. 
now that I'm in the media, now that I literally have a job on WFAN, the home of the New York Yankees. So 877-337-6666. Let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap the show. I'll be right back. Okay, not wasting any time because I don't have that much time. Big Mac is warming up out there. He's coming up next. I'm going to try and take as many calls as I can. So just hit me with your thought, your topic, your take. Pass it back to me. I'll respond and we'll move on to the next. Keith McPherson on the fan, KM to AM. Let's get right back into it. Dom on the Cove, you're on the fan. Keith. Yes, sir. Keith. Yep. I want to thank you and everybody involved on the show for a job well done. You guys kill it. It's an enjoyment to listen to you guys every night. Thank you for listening and calling. Appreciate it. Biggest fan, Yankees fan on WFAN, my man Keith. Yeah, uh, die hard and died hard this year. I'm watching the Phillies and these guys pop bottles and champagne and pour beer, and oh, I'm wishing yeah, it was Judge painful. and Cole. Me, you and I both. What grade do you win in 96 when they won the first World Series? First grade. In our era. First? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, no, but that's where it starts, right? When you're in first grade oh. is when you first like can say like I like the Yankees. I want to watch oh, yeah. the game. I want a Yankee hat. I want, like that's what that's what I remember. Like yeah, that was, I was a freshman. We were coming from New Haven, Connecticut, hopping on the train. Awesome! Like you got to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were at the parade. It was a blast. You know, those years were the best. You know, memories you always have for life. You know. Yeah. I hope we get back there. Yeah, no, I really do. Me too. You know, it's painful not being in the playoffs. You know, we're so accustomed to every year being there, 20 years being in the and playoffs. And we have uh, the talent and the payroll and all of the things that you need to be a playoff team, but somehow they mismanaged this season. It's the gamers, you know? We need gamers like you. You show up to work, you're under the weather, but you still come to work and you kill it. We need guys that want to win, you know, guys that give it 110% every day, you know? Yeah, it's a different standard, though. Guys get, you know, rest days. Guys get to show up and run into outs and show up the pitching coach and pimp doubles. and. Uh, no, you need camaraderie. You need a team where everybody's together. Like, I remember back then you had so many guys that stepped up. Every night a different guy stepped up. You know, they didn't have – it wasn't a one-on-one. We play one today, we win today, that's it. Mariano Duncan. And then Jeter and those guys, they they didn't like to lose no, at all. Bernie, you had Tito, yeah. you had Paul, you had Knobloch, yeah. you had, you know, Strawberry. You had, there were there so, so many, many guys. guys. I mean, we had from Boston, um, the third baseman. Oh, Scott crap. Brocious. No, not just brooches. Um, Wade Boggs. Wade Box. Oh, my God. He's seen him on the horse. That was the best moment ever, you know? We need guys what? that want to win, that show up like that, you know? You don't want the – oh, it's crazy. You know, I want to see a team again that are a bunch of players like that. I, think they, have, that, I think they have a couple guys. They need to add more, and I think Judge now is, like, really speaking on Judge it. Judge the only one, and I, I don't know. It's tough, you know, because I don't see the guys that show up and have the joy – and have the commitment like those guys did. I well, really don't. I think know? you're in a good spot if you have the best hitter in the game and the best pitcher in the game and Judge and Cole. I think Volpe is going to be one of those gamers, too. Um, Had a block. Volpe and Judge are the only two I see. Volpe, that smile. The, the, Volpe is the only one that reminds me of players that were in the team back then. I, I hope Rizzo you know, is good to go next vibe. year. They uh, don't have the vibe. They don't have that energy, you know. I mean, Volpe's Vizzo, energy, you Rizzo's can see a, on his face. Yeah, Rizzo's washed up. Rizzo doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. Rizzo was off to a great start before the concussion, and he's a world champion, all star. I think he he's going to be motivated to, 
you know, have his best year next year, or at least a good swag. year. I don't see that swag. I don't see that. You know, you can read people's faces. I don't see it on his face. You know, I don't see him that commitment nah, and destroying the win. game. I, it's just, it was a rough year, man. Just like I, DJ. I don't see it in DJ either. I don't see it in You know, DJ is a robot. He's washed up. But they look washed up, and they don't look committed. Yeah, they, they need some like energy. They the need game. some other guys, exactly. some young guys mixed in that are fired up. You watch the Phillies. These guys are they're doing the celebration as soon as they get on uh, base. It looks like That's they're right. they're holding flag. their you cojones. Need... They're, yeah. they're they're giving each other yeah. the ring finger like they're flipping each other off. They've got this like Philadelphia attitude that comes out. That wave, they're riding the wave. Yeah. You know, this team is flat. I just feel like this year the Yankees were just so flat. You know. This yeah, they were flat so because energy and a vibe. We're as flat. soon as we're Judge went footed. down, they had an excuse. Oh, we don't have Judge, and Judge hit sixty-two last year, and he but was why, the MVP. Why don't you pick it up and watch you take the bat and watch you step right. up for Judge? That's the problem that I see. Because no one wants to step honestly, up and be that gamer. Honestly, they, you know, they don't have the manager that can look them in the face and say, "Hey, get it together, all of you, Thank pick you. it up." Thank you. But Thank you. It's a team. You'll be back because team. his contract's good for another year, and Sean Casey will be back because we, we don't got to go search for another hitting coach. We, we got John Carlo. They all beat up John Carlo. John Carlo could be the best, but we beat up these guys. Nah, he's cooked. Like if you think Rizzo's cooked, this dark. guy can't. This guy can't run. This guy can't run, he can't, can't hit. He's got a bat. He's got a bat. He's got a bat. Yeah. yeah. Well, he know? said he's going to get in the lab and work on some things. And they're they're married to him for another four years anyway. So it is what it is. I Thank you for the call, Dom. I just got to keep it rolling. We got people holding. Um, and shout out to the you know the Yankee fans that were old enough to go to the stadium. Like, this is my era of being able to go to the stadium. Honestly, once I got out of the fan cave in 2014, where they keep you in the fan cave for all 2,430 Major League Baseball games in the regular season, we begged them. You know, we used to beg them, can we go to Sunday Night Baseball in the Bronx? There's no other game on, right? It'll be the same thing. And they're like, no, the whole operation is for you guys to stay here. That year turned me into a fiend because not being able to go to Yankee Stadium for a year in 2014, the next year I started going on my own. I worked at MTV in 2015, and I would get out of MTV. Sometimes I would sneak out of there. My boss wouldn't even know, and I'm on the B train, the D, D train, up to the Bronx by myself. And so, like, this last nine years or so has been my era to go to see the Yankees live, and they haven't been able to get back to a World Series. It is what it is. Mike is in Englewood Cliffs. Mike, what's up? You're on the fan. Keith, I was watching Craig Council's post-game conference. This yep. fellow's not made for New York. He's okay. hanging his head. He couldn't make eye contact. This guy is not ready for prime time. And this other fellow, Stearns, I don't know about this Fugazi story about how he used to sneak into Shea Stadium when he was 13 yeah, or what you have you. can't do that. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. But even, stadium, I, mean, I think huh? more likely his father worked for you know Major League Baseball. He was probably having hot dogs with the great Poupon in the luxury suite. Um, <laughs> right. He might not have had a ticket, and they said, whatever, let, let the little guy go. He counted know, that as sneaking in. He's insulting my intelligence. He's insulting my intelligence. It's okay. We know you were a bro- you were probably the brightest kid in your class. You went to Harvard, and you're trying to gain some kind of street cred here. I was, I was going to Shea Stadium in the 90s. Uh, the security was tight as a drum. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I've been to a bunch of ballparks, not really in the late 90s, but when he said that he snuck into the stadium, like, how did you do that? Like, go on, tell us more about how you snuck into the ballpark as a child. You know what? He was talking about how some ushers took kindly to him and uh, sort of let, let him in a couple of times, which, listen, maybe there's an outside chance that's true, but you know what? 
you don't need to be doing that. You're living on the Upper East Side. Your father's in baseball. Yeah. Probably gets great. <laughs> Buy a freaking ticket and go to the game like the rest of us. <laughs> so you know that that's a it's a bad omen. It's not listen. It's not a big deal, but it shows me that you're trying to work an angle. You know, you probably rehearsed your 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 press conference and said, look, let the fans how look how relatable I am. I'm a mm. fan just like you. So, let's, so you're not let's buying it, it off the out. initial press conference, and if he brings Craig Council in here, I'm definitely about to go home and watch MLB Network and, and try and look for that. I, I want to see how he took that. They just lost at home. They won their division. They got swept at home. And Stearns is out, and we think that he's bringing Council here. That's interesting. Thank you for the call, Mike. And, yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, this guy's trying too hard already. And we're in this era of these Ivy League baseball nerds that never played the game that are helicoptering in and changing the game and analytics and all this stuff. I don't know. I, I do honestly think that him with Cohen and Epler and the money they have and the, like, I just think that they, they how can they lose? Like, I think the Mets are going to be in better hands than you were, but I understand some fans saying like, what, what is that about sneaking into the stadium? You can't sneak into ballparks, bro. Like there are big gates and fences and like the security. I don't know. Maybe he did though. Maybe, that's his story. Gary in Connecticut on the fan. Go for it, Gary. What's up, Keith? You know, I'm watching my boy Xavier Scruggs on Sports Center baseball tonight with Jeff Passan. It's crazy. Both of those guys, I have their phone number. I know those guys. Like, you know, through the radio and MLB network, I'm connected with these guys in baseball that cover the postseason. They're talking about the Rangers and Orioles matchup. I, I already know I'm going to go home and just watch MLB network. Like, there's no baseball on tomorrow. And. I don't think Major League Baseball expected the three-game series to all end in two games, but I think it works because you have a rest day and you have Thursday night football that they don't have to compete with, even though it's a trash Thursday night football game. I, I don't know. I think it's been great so far. I, now we just got to see the Orioles lose. My man, Pots and Pants. I'll be your Huckleberry. There it is. I, I was about to... <laughs> I got to hit up Craig. I was about to text Craig. They were talking about Craig during uh, BT and Sal's show. I was about to check on him, see how see how he was doing, see how his son's doing uh, in school playing football. Yeah, he's a good man. I heard the uh, the team was going to some kind of state championship or something like that. His son's team? His son is, uh, I believe, in his freshman year in college now. That's why I was going to check on him, honestly. I was like... I got to meet his son at the softball game. I got to throw it uh, them a little bit. And I'm like, you know, I, I played football in college. I know it was rough for me my freshman year. I wanted to go home right away. I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, this is hard. It's hot. These guys hit hard. Uh, I was I was homesick. I was in Virginia. I was like, I think I made a mistake. But obviously, I got over it. But then I did transfer uh, four semesters later and come back home. I'm sure it's rough away from your parents. Yeah, when you're 17, 18, and uh, you, you think it's all good to be out of the house, and then when you get there and it's not like your house and you got to fend for yourself and you're with a bunch of strangers, yeah, yeah I remember it being rough. Like, whoa. Yeah, I just wanted to comment uh, real quick on this Giants tackle. I think he's a complete scumbag commenting on hardworking Americans. I'm one of them. I just don't agree with him. Yeah, it was just stupid, Even man. Even though he, he, I, I get your point where he's a 20-year-old kid. Got to be better than that, especially here. You gotta, you, yeah. 
you're in New York, you're commenting on a million people. Like, yeah, just don't talk down to anybody. Down. Don't talk down to anyone and their profession or how they make a living. Everyone isn't blessed to be a 6'8", 340-pound monster where they can get drafted into the NFL. Some of us have to flip burgers. Some of us have to sell hot dogs. Some of us have to do whatever we can to survive and whatever we can to put money aside to come see you play and see you stink up the place even though you're making millions to not do your job. So he just, you know, 23-year-old kid clearly doesn't know where he's at. He's been in New York for over a year but clearly doesn't get it, and and he apologized, but like that one, that's not going to go away for a while. People are going to remember that, and it's he's not the first guy to make a misstep like that. You're never going to win here in New York going back at the fans. It's not how it's set up. Oh, that was the other thing, though. This fake-ass apology, like, we all know it's fake. You were told to do it. Yeah, yeah, because your, it, your it coach laid into you probably. The GM called you into his office. And you know what he said? He's sorry for the distraction because right now the Giants, I mean, they're in it bad. After being embarrassed again on national television, uh, he's an offensive lineman and everybody's pointing to how bad the offensive line is. And then you get it, you get an interview opportunity and you say that you talk about lion versus sheep. You're a lion. and These people criticizing you are sheep. And what do they do? Uh, flip burgers and hot dogs. Like just because you play football, you're not better than anybody, man. You're not. I know a lot of scumbag idiot football players. Thanks for the call, Gary. I went to college with a lot of scumbag football players that couldn't do anything but play football. Where are they now? A lot of them, I don't know. <laughs> I knew very early, like oh, I'm not gonna make it to the NFL, but I always got good grades. I could read. <laughs> Let's just start there. I knew a lot of football players that couldn't read good. All right, I got to take a break. My show is running out. BRB. Thanks for listening to my show for five hours or five minutes. It's a good night. Another five-hour KM to AM. And I'm just happy as a Yankees fan watching the Toronto Blue Jays that talked all that smack about the Yankees go to Minnesota and be (laughs) the first team to lose a series to them in 20 years. They were 0-18. Good job, Vladdy Jr. And the Tampa Bay Rays made history as well. The two smallest crowds in postseason history since 1919. The Tampa Bay Rays go out there and get swept by the Texas Rangers. You got to love it. So Tampa, who started off super hot this year, oh, they were going to win the division, running away with it. They lose the division, and they win the same amount of postseason games as the Yankees. Same goes for the Toronto Blue Jays, who lose the season series and the last home series they had to the Yankees. They didn't win anything in October either. I'm cool. I'm cool. Let's go to Daniel out in Brooklyn on the fan. Go for it, Dan. Hey, Keith. What's going on? Uh, sorry. It just uh, it was a long, a little bit of a long wait, so I just lost my uh, train of You don't thought. have to apologize. Go quickly. I got three minutes left. <laughs> you got me three minutes. Okay. First of all, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. Um, it's honestly amazing that you're able to still, you know, like work all night, you know, <laughs> coming home to a wife and a baby. It's really inspiring. Especially, uh, I summered down at the Jersey Shore, so I know the whole Asbury, uh, Belmar, uh, Bradley Beach uh, scene. And the fact that you came from there, it's a big, uh, you know. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. People don't get to see me off air. People don't get to see me on the air, but, you know, a lot goes into it. I barely sleep. Uh, trying to be a good husband, trying to be a I, good dad. I watch, I watch the YouTube videos, so I've seen your rap. I've seen you be, you know. Yeah, I'm due for another rap. I just don't you know, have the time. A little bit on the fan. 
and I just want I wanted to say that I respect it a lot. Also, I'm like I'm kind of a content creator, so I respect your hustle. You know, from where you came from. Yeah. If you ever wanted a cameo with me and maybe do a podcast, I sure hit me that. up. I, I wish I could make more content, but you know, <laughs> I got to change diapers where, where and make bottles up, and then come to the fan ready. Yeah, Remember just they up on Twitter. Yeah, just message me. Like I said, my DMs are closed because people are extremely rude when they can throw stones and hide yeah. their hands. But uh, I've been know. there. So we're just uh, at you on Twitter. That's what you're saying. Yeah, just write just write me on Twitter or, or Instagram comment, and if I see it, I'll you know I'll message you back. Okay, okay. So enough of that. Um, so I have like five things that I want to discuss. I'll get to it very quickly. Five things. Now I got a minute five and a things. half left. <laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna go through it very quickly. First of all, I know you're a Cowboys fan, so I just wanted to say they beat the Giants, who are complete. I don't want to even curse words, but they beat the Giants. They beat the Jets, who are nobody, and then they lost to a very bad team. So even though I been hearing they're going to be a Super Bowl contender or whatever. I just don't know what it is, especially the lost Trayvon Diggs and Dak's going to throw interceptions all year. I don't know what it is. I just want to know your take, unbiased on your own team, where they stand in this whole we're a Super Bowl contender because when do you move on from the Dak and when do you just, you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to move on from Dak. One. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're going to win games. We'll see. what. We'll, Monday. When okay, I get on but, Monday, but, we'll but, see what they but, do but in, in where, Santa Clara against this is the where Niners. I move into my second team. That's the same thing as the Cowboys, which is this falls in the same category. They have money and they win in the regular season, which this year they didn't do. Which is the New York Yankees, which you're also a fan of. And I want to know. I have one question. It's a very simple question. What is going to change? I've heard it all. I've heard, oh, we weren't energized. I, oh, we can't fire Cashman. Oh, we can't do this. I don't, I don't expect that. a lot to change. I expect a lot of the oh same guys to be back and uh, there, there to be some journeymen to fill in the blanks and uh, some cheap deals, and uh, I don't expect too much to okay. change. That's, 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 that's very humiliating. I'm a New York fan. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a Steinbrenner fan. Thanks, Dan. Zach and Casey, uh, call me tomorrow night. I couldn't get to you, but C-Mac is coming up. If you want to stay on hold, you can join his show. And with your topics, I think you should. Big Mac, I know, is going to want to talk Yankees baseball, postseason baseball tonight. So stay on hold and talk to him. If you guys are listening and thinking about calling, call in. And you overnight characters, I, I hear what you say. I hear how you treat Salicata. I hear how you treat C-Mac. <laughs> I'll be listening to about 2, 3 in the morning sometimes. Be easy on our guys, man. Everybody be good. Drive safe. Get your rest. Uh, I'll be on tomorrow after Thursday night football. I appreciate your time. Keep McPherson. I'm out of here. Later. Sports Radio 1019 We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.